welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the show. It's the Beyond Belief podcast. It's your host, Bill, and I'm with Alan. Buddy, welcome back. Good morning. But you will be. I will be. Yeah. Yeah, You want to put that shout out now or wait till later? No, we can. Um, Yeah. So I'm having surgery on my neck tomorrow. So, you know, we, we, who knows how long it'll be before we can, uh, wow. You know, I'm going to try to, to get over this quickly where we can get back here and do some podcasts, but it may take a couple days or a week. So it takes, it's like an in-out surgery, right? And then you have like this recovery period of like forever. I don't know. I mean, it can't be that bad if it's outpatient, but I don't know. Jeez. I, I may milk it for all it's worth, you know, get fed and get food in bed. And you do that and watch what else has surgery. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, well, that's cool. I mean, I mean, yeah. not cool, but I'm glad you're getting it fixed. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, hopefully we won't be, um, Without too many days of doing podcasts. Well, I'll put up an Instagram post uh, and I'll I'll put them up more frequently so people know. Right. Uh, anyways, we're going to talk about sliding backwards. Sliding backwards. Back, backslidden. Backsliding. Yeah, backsliding. You know, the first term, first time I heard that term in church, I was like, what? Right. Actually, I was a little boy when I first heard that term. Of course you are. I was like 50. I don't know. I was, uh, yeah, I was a little boy in a little town and going to church in a little town in Fedville, West Virginia. And I was sitting there and I heard that. And it sounded fun, though. Right. You know, sliding. Right. That sounded you know, like a slicky slide or something. So, I, you know, I was like five. So who, <laughs> I had no concept. Well, when I heard it in a sermon, it had a negative connotation to it it should yeah absolutely but well i'm yeah right and this is why i bring it up because it's far worse than the way it was used okay yeah. in church in church it sounded bad and i was like "Ooh, i don't want to be one of them right but it was it was used almost flippantly you know like hey if you're not showing up and you're starting to backslide and yeah you know what i mean I it was you. used yeah. kind of like a yeah. Generically to cover if you miss service or if you're yeah. starting to well, slip actually, on your Bible reading. It's it's actually it's interesting. Here's the definition. Well, there's many definitions, sure. but here's a definition. And it is the action of relapsing into bad ways or error. Yeah. So I mean, I don't really know that missing a couple services is you know, a uh, indicator that you're slipping into bad, bad ways, but we could all back into your bad ways. Right. We could all improve on everything we do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When we use Jesus as a standard, we fall way short. Right. Yeah. Right. So we could always, uh, said it before, you know, we, we could always attend more church. Right. We don't always look at the many services that people attended or their Bible reading and praying that they have. We always right. gauge things on the things they're not doing, not right. the things that they're doing. Absolutely. Well, I mean, 
but that's the only only thing really that you can gauge is church attendance because you can't you know the preacher's not going to be calling each person hey did How's you read your, prayer, your Bible today? How's your prayer life? Yeah, exactly. So, well, and and here's something I thought of when we were when we had talked about this. Well, two things. One is uh, there's a lot of questions asked in church. Nobody's allowed to raise their hand and answer. It's not a given thing. Like you know, somebody a preacher. I watch it online, right? Or I'll watch a service on YouTube, like a recorded one, and I see them ask questions, but and I laugh. It's not funny. It's whatever, but. I don't ever see anybody raise their hand and go, Hey, right. hold on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Here's my answer to that. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like almost you never will interrupt a service. Like, I don't know who would, right. but yeah. you know what I mean? It was an interesting thing to me. I've yeah. never seen a question get answered by somebody in the congregation when a pastor asks a question at the pulpit. Right. Absolutely. Because when they ask it, they have the answer. I guess they're going to supply the answer. So you don't have to. Well, I guess so. I just thought it was interesting, but, right? Like, but you know, this is teachers this, ask questions in schools. Yeah. But it's very interesting because, um, and I'd, I'd made this comment many times, not every person is going to be relating to that preacher up there because religion, it comes in a one size fits all. Yeah package but it's actually not a one size fits all because everyone struggles with different things everyone starts out at different places in their life yeah. um yeah so you know each person needs some individual help i believe yeah that's a good point i mean i just think of random stuff and i thought about that sitting in church i think about i think about the questions right and then i'm like oh like this would be a good interacting point. Right. But then, you know, I get it. You don't do that because geez, service would be four hours long. Right. Exactly. Uh, the other thing is that I was going to, the the second out of the two is that uh, backsliding is brought up a lot in New Testament churches, but it's not used at all in the New Testament. The right. term backsliding is only used in the Old Testament. Well, at least in the King James Bible. Right. It's not used at all in New Testament. So was it a term that was never used when, you know, uh, when the gospel was spread? And then after that, I know lukewarm yeah. was used, but that's a completely, in my mind only, that's it a is. completely different term. It is. It absolutely is because being lukewarm is just like, hey, you're there. You're checking right. the box. Yeah, you're showing up. But, yeah. You know, uh, backsliding, backsliding is like yeah. you're running the other way. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. But, Anyways. you know, when, when you mentioned this topic, I, you know, I was studying a little bit, um, in apostasy. Oh, I did the same thing. Oh, did you? I wrote it so, down, just yeah. wrote it down yesterday. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you know, we're pretty cool. But there's one, one, you know, there's a couple things that are, um, more prominent within this, um, Definition, you know, um, oh, yeah. you know, if, accepting a false doctrine, um, weariness in faith, you know, and and you're really, um, you really starting to question things, not in a good way. Like, what are what are you doing? What am I doing in church or whatever? And then you you leave. But actually, I was um, when you left the church and I stood by you. And 
Well, it was told to me prior to that that I was walking away from God because I had a disagreement about wanting to have a deeper conversation about yeah. uh, sanctification, and I never got that. So I got irritated anyway. I was told that I was walking away from God. That got told to me as well. Yeah. Not to I'm me. Like, it got told to me about you. Yeah, exactly. And I and, don't know of a person. I'm, not, I'm just going to go off on a sidebar. I don't know a person that wasn't walking closer to God than you at the time for me. Well, I mean, our relationship spurred from that. Right. Well, that's not for me to judge. But, no, right. You know, but, but I mean, it is yeah. for people to see. Right. Because you're yeah. a testament to them. You know, I mean, you right. people will walk by you and if you have a cr- close relationship with God, they might want that. Right. I agree. I agree. And I, I hope that I poured, that I came across that way. But, um, it was it was told to me. Then then when I stood by you when you left the church, you know, it was basically the same thing. You know, well, I haven't heard from anyone. Uh, well, like three people, I think, from the church. Well, and a couple cool. of them you've run into in public too. So, and a, and this is initially not. This isn't going to be a church episode, but initially though they had contacted you initially. The subsequent contact. A lot of that was from you as well, reaching out to a certain person or or seeing them and saying, hey, let's go grab something to eat, right. that kind of deal. Um, anyways, back to the apostasy. I looked that up too because I heard it in a service. Right. Uh, if you use that towards somebody, that's a pretty serious accusation. It pretty much means they've denounced their Chris- Christian faith. Exactly. Well, here's, I have a few things actually with this. Um, you know, well, one of them is the best way to avoid backsliding or apostasy is to encourage the believers to um, mature spiritually in the relationship with God. Um, if they have a question, answer it, have conversations with them. You don't have to be like, hey, did you read your Bible? Yeah, you've been praying and all that stuff, but just talk to them and see see where they are if they're struggling with something or whatever. Um, not everyone's going to approach yeah. the preacher to, you know, get that deeper walk or whatever. They may need someone to ask them to, um, you know, initiate that conversation. Yeah, even discipling somebody else. <clears throat> having having somebody you can turn to uh in a Christian relationship. Listen, there's a difference. We've we've talked about it. You and I are on the same page. Religion and relationship are completely different. Right. People will go to church or read their Bible as a form of religion. Uh it becomes very uh box checking, uh signing off on stuff, saying, Hey, I feel great this week. I got my prayer time in, my devotions, I've read the Bible, I've gone to church, check, check, check. The relationship is completely different. It starts in the heart. Right. And, well, and I, you can see people that, you know, they, they'll start to not have that closeness because of something in their life. Right. Uh, and that's on us to go help them as other believers. I'm not saying it's all our job, but if you right. see it, you should respond to that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And actually, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, checking boxes. I had texted you that, that singer. Yeah. How do you say his last name? Oh, dude. You can, uh, <laughs> so anyway, we're the, both beyond here for an hour. The song is um, "Religion Isn't Working Anymore." 
Yeah. And I heard the interview with them. And it's exactly what we're saying. You know, it's I have this guy on Instagram. I it's can't, not, I um, I don't know if I can say his last name. It's not about checking the boxes. It's not about, you know, uh, going to church and all that. And we are not anti-church. We're no, just, you know, pro Jesus. Jesus is above everything. Yeah. And I don't want people to get the, I mean, we do. We, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to talk about church. It was an experience, both good and bad. And I'm going to talk about them equally. Uh, but at the same time, we, we Joseph, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Joseph Haberdank, Dank, Haber, <laughs> you, you Haberdank. Mess, you did mess that up. I did. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Fortunately, you don't have to be real smart to have a relationship with Jesus. So no. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, I, I would say Haberdank. That's think what so. it looks like. Yeah. H-A-B-E-D-A-N-K. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I listened to the interview and then I listened to the song and it's, it was spot on with what we're talking about, you know? You know, the more, the more we sit here and have conversations and the, the sermons that I watch online from my brother's church, uh, it's all the same, right? If you have this relationship with Christ and he's at the center of your life and you're living your life for God, all of this has some of the similar meanings to it. You hear right. the same talk. Uh, there's a lot of similarities to it from other people. You you right. start to pick up on it, right? They're talking about, you know, let's not create division and separation. And uh, there's just a lot to it that's similar. We see the community online yeah, where all these folks are such uh, Christ-loving people. Exactly. And, and we had talked about it recently about there's just a movement happening right now. Yeah. We need to be the move of God, but yeah. there is such a movement within Christians yeah. um, professing the name of Jesus more than, you know, religion. They're not, they're not as gung ho about religion as they are a relationship. And it's truly is amazing. I have to step back. I told you about a conversation I had with my daughter this morning. Um, I have to step back sometimes because I don't, I'm not like the I don't have the zeal like you have where you get excited and, uh, but I do talk a lot about my relationship with God. It's just right. not, I mean, it might not be in the same manner that you do it, but with yeah. her, I have to be careful because much like my wife, I become the husband or the father, right? not the Christian. Yeah. Like it's a different role. Like I, when I talk to my daughter, you know, even though she's 30 and has three kids and she's married and runs her own business, I'm like, listen, here's what you have to do. <laughs> and sometimes it comes across, I don't know, man, like I know. So I have to back it off uh, and let them and understand that they have to come to that conclusion on their own. Right. Uh, as much as I can throw seeds out and hope that they'll get watered uh, and grow Sometimes one or two will only grow. Right. Yeah. And I have the same problem because I get jacked up and I just want to share with people. And and I've had to back way off from being so in your face because the only the Holy Spirit can reveal what I'm trying to explain. Yeah. You know, only right. the only right. when these people get a relationship with Jesus and invite the Holy Spirit to lead them and guide them. Will they see it? That's right. Because my dad tried to explain things to me for a long time. And um, 
I don't know. I was just doing my own thing. I didn't see it. Now I see it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I could see, you know, just like my dad was sharing with me, I want to share with other people. I want to be like, oh, don't you, don't you, can't you see this? And, um, it's just the Holy Spirit has to reveal it before they will see it. Well, as much as you want for, for somebody, you can't make them. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? You can't make them have that desire. They have to have it on their own. And right. I'm not saying my daughter and my wife don't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I catch myself having this conversation sometimes and I'm like, it'll come. Like they'll, you know, I tell them, pray about it. I'll pray for you. Um, you know, put yourself in the middle of God's will. So let me ask you something. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. See, so, I shouldn't have said that to you the other day. Yeah. yeah. I said, I ask you questions and it catches you off guard and you're like, okay. Here yeah. we go. All right now. All right, ask me something. Back, All right now. Backslider. But anyway, um, can you even imagine a person that has a truly close walk with Jesus Christ walking away? I mean, no. one of the definitions of backsliding was not believing mm-hmm. when a believer becomes a non-believer. I don't think that's possible. Now, there could be a follower not following anymore, but once you, I mean, if you believe in Jesus, you have to believe in Jesus. I mean, how can you? It would be hard to unbelieve something. Exactly. Exactly my point. Do we um, depend on air to live? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you tried to convince me otherwise, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Right. So, I mean, I read that definition. I'm like, well, I don't know how somebody could become an unbeliever. But I guess, you know, I guess you could have you know, somebody could convince you. I'm sure there there are people that believed and they don't believe. But did they truly have a walk with Jesus Christ or were they just checking the boxes? You couldn't. I've said this in a podcast. You could not convince me right now. There's nothing anybody could do that convince me God doesn't exist. Right. Period. I've seen the examples in my life. I've seen in other people's lives. I've seen uh, I've seen what happens when you don't believe on God. Uh, there's just too many things that I can't, you wouldn't convince me to unbelieve. Right. So I don't know how that's possible. I know you could walk away. Yeah. You could, you could go from being a follower of Jesus to a non-follower. Be like, I'm not going to do that anymore or whatever. But even that person, I would question whether they had a, a deep walk anyway. Were they, did they have a relationship and walked away or did they just have religion? And walked away from religion. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think you, in order to not believe something, you'd have to forget something. That'd yeah. be the only way truly not to, or somebody would have to, I mean, you have to be brainwashed. You oh, know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. Like you'd have to, I don't know, hocus pocus. So that was my question. That wasn't hard. Can you ever see, you know, somebody that truly believed not believing anymore? backsliding is no, I couldn't. But that was actually one of the definitions of backsliding. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think so, it's yeah. used so moderately uh, in a, in sermons. It's used moderately when it has much more of a severe definition. You know, well, you know, we, you know, people are, uh, the church is backsliding in their tithing, Right. Right. It hasn't been as generous as it has been. Uh, don't forget your preachers. Yeah. Don't forget the people that work in the church kind of deal. Daddy needs a new car. 
Yeah. And I mean, you have to be careful with stuff like that. That's not backsliding. Right. Backsliding is the guy that didn't show up for the last three services and nobody's calling him and checking up on him, make sure he's okay. And his walk with God isn't is right. laid off, you know, is attendance is just a small part of it. I mean, it's a small part of it. It's a, it's a, a bigger part of the picture, but it's. So to me, actually, it was, it was, it was told to me that I was walking away from God. Oh, here he goes. When I left the church, but then, you know, also, um, I, I feel like a lot of times people, they get shamed for wanting to leave a church. If it's not the right church, they should leave. They should go find another place. Yeah. But um, to me, backsliding is when you stop going to church. Because of the reason for it. And you're going back to the bar. Right. Or whatever yeah. bad habits you have. But if you're leaving a church, how that's not backsliding if you're just going to go to another church. Well, that's why I said it's become so, yeah. used so moderately. It, now. it is, it's not, yeah. It's like sin sometimes when they talk, when, you know, hey, we're sinners. That shouldn't be used lightly. Yeah. I mean, we're sinning against God. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not, I don't take, I don't take sin lightly. Right. Right. Like I don't want to be known as, well, we're all sinners. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's not something I want stamped on me. I want, we're all Christians. We should behave differently. Right. We should try to separate ourselves from sin as actively as possible. Not, well, sinning's okay. That's your nature. You're, you have sin nature. And I right. felt like sometimes that's the way it's used because we put such a deep emphasis on sin and, and backsliding that it become, you become almost desensitized to it. Right. Uh, backsliding. If somebody, if I truly knew this, like we, you and I researched this out and somebody called me a backslider, I'd be offended. Yeah. I would. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Just the same way I was when somebody called me and said, you were walking away from God. I said, I said, no, he's not. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, right. you can't like, no, that, I mean, you're f further from the truth. Well, that goes back to people believing the body of Christ is only the church and God only meets you within those four walls. I gotta be careful with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm not the smartest guy around. I've said it a hundred times on here. Maybe the best looking, but I'm not the smartest guy. I wouldn't go <laughs> that far either. You know, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not the smartest guy, but man, I have, I have put my life into this. I have put God at the front of everything and centered my life around Christ because I feel that passionately about it. I feel right. that strong about what God can do in people's lives. If, if that, you know, I would, I would feel like you're telling me that I disavowed God. Yeah. You know, like it, it would be that severe for me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine somebody coming up and saying, Hey, listen, you're backsliding. I'd be like, yeah. what'd you say? <laughs> right. No, seriously. Like that's yeah. how, and I know you and I joke a lot about stuff, but now knowing what I know about the definition and what yeah. apostasy is. That'd be scrapping words right there. I really would feel like somebody just said, you know, you, you denounced your God. Yeah. And that to me is not. Well, I told you in the beginning, you know, that I was going to stand by you because you needed support um, in your walk. Yeah. And um, if you would have told me I'm leaving the church and I told you this, if you would have told me I'm leaving the church, I'm not going to church on Sundays because I'm going to go fishing. 
you know, you would have been on your own. But I knew that not to be true. I knew no. that you're up at four or five o'clock in the mornings Every reading day. and praying. Yep. So, you know, I knew that not to be true. But there's so much emphasis put on church attendance instead of relationship that, you know, it, it's it's ludicrous. It really is. And it is once again. You know, we're not anti-church. We're just pro-Jesus no. Christ. No, I want to get my family back in a church and I want to be able to attend, but not feel pressured that that's the only place I can worship God. Right. Because I know differently. The Bible says that. Yeah. The Bible says that I can I can worship God. It doesn't have to be the only well I draw water from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can come to him at any time and get the water, you know, from, from God. Like right. I don't have to go at three in the morning or three in the afternoon or, or just two times a week, I can yeah. go at any time and worship God. Exactly. And I would much rather, uh, well, I shouldn't even say it probably. Oh boy. But I would much rather have that relationship and get up at three or four o'clock in the morning, read and pray and establish and, and build on that relationship yeah. daily than to visit God Wednesday and twice on Sunday. And that would be my only. Um, yeah, me too. I, in addition, I would like that in addition. That's why we still, yeah. we still adamantly, I'm very adamant in my house about watching the service. It, would it be easy to go watch it later because it's recorded? Sure. Right. But that's not the point. Yeah. The point is God is using that man at that time then right. to talk about what he wants him to talk about. So I'm going to honor that and watch it at the time that it's on TV right? or streamed or whatever it's called. But anyways, <clears throat> church is very important. And there are a lot of churches, man, a lot of churches that are getting it right. Right. They're getting it right. You know, they're standing up there, uh, not making little boxes for everything to be organized and neatly and not sharing with everybody else and keeping the cookie to themselves. There's a lot of them doing that. Right. Uh, going back to the backsliding conversation, because we always do this, man. It's like we go down a hill <laughs> with a bunch of bumps and the car veers off somewhere. Right. Um, the backsliding thing uh, is personal to me. I don't know how many times it was used in the Old Testament, like eight. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably eight times, I think, in the Old Testament. And I'd have to look it up. But um, the other thing, I wanted to veer off for a second. Uh and I just want to put a disclaimer out there. We don't get everything right. Like we, we talk about a lot of things. That, listen, you can listen to this podcast or turn it off. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that we do get right for sure is Jesus Christ is the only way. Yeah. And I mean, when I say we don't get it right all the time, there are a lot of people that I watch on social media, uh, the internet, uh, sermons. There's a lot of people that... Uh, want them to believe that they're infallible. Right. Uh, and we're not those guys. We have a passion for God, yeah. a relationship, not a religion with God. We see the community of people growing out there. We know, listen, man, dude, I can't, I could never sit here and say, uh, I have never made bad decisions or have made, uh, <laughs> I've done my share of bad things in life. Right. Well, you know, you and I, well, you and Ashley had a conversation about me using the term woke. 
Where did this come from? And, hey, it's going to tie in together. Hang All on. Right. Give me a minute. All right. But, you know. I said I'm broke. I ain't woke. <laughs> woke, you know, means a person is consciously awake. We're aware. Oh, right. And I believe that the churches are going to have to step up because more and more people are becoming aware. Yeah. They're getting woke. Um, and the churches are going to have to, and you mentioned it before, you know, the supply and demand, the churches are going to have to step up and give what the people are searching for. Or the people are going to go out and find it on their own anyway. So everything's available now. Everything's available. Like you don't have to leave your house for anything. And I understand the purpose of a place of worship. I get that. I understand the biblical principle behind it. The right place. Right. Yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm not dismissing churches. I'm not saying we should shut every church down. I'm not saying that at all. If you're hearing those kind of things from this message, you're hearing the wrong stuff. Right. What I am saying is you should read the Bible and you should look at how churches are managing things. They shouldn't be managing anything. They should be preaching the word of God. Yeah. It's not about what the man's doing in the church. When you put manage in there, it's all about the man. And that's not what the place of worship is about. And there's too many people not, uh, you want to talk about backsliding? It's not just for the congregation. Right. There have been pastors, preachers, uh, men of God that have walked away from their responsibility in the church where God has put them there. And they've walked away from that or neglected that responsibility. And I'll tell you, even in the Old Testament, it's brought up many times. Jeremiah, uh, if you won't care for my flock, he'll dispatch them and disperse them to other places. Right. And they and he will find somebody to shepherd them. You know, I mean, that's the kind of thing. And this isn't this is I'm I'm we're talking about backsliding because I'll tell you, when this was brought up, I originally wanted to do this episode. I told Alan about us, me and you. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, how we've backslidden, uh, backslidden, <laughs> how we have oh, slid backwards. There you go. There you go. I said backslidden like it's been used <laughs> in church. Right. Uh, you know, we've we've gone backwards. Uh, we've led up in places in our walks where we haven't done better, but I haven't turned my back on God. Right. I lived a life away from God. This, if you think this is me turning my back on God, you should have seen the last 40 something years. (laughs) Right. Like then you could point the finger at me. Uh, And we don't ever sit here and have these conversations, man. And, and, and think we're better than somebody else or judge other people. That's not what this is about. This is, I'll tell you right now, we, we're looking at each other. When we talk about these things, these are you and I having these conversations where we both agree. We've lived a life of sin. We're not saying we're sinless now. We'd like yeah. to sin less, yeah. But don't minimize sin, right? If you, you know. Well, actually, I was talking to Kelly the other morning. Uh, he's a truck driver, so I, I don't know, it was like four thirty or something. No, he's a Christian. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm saying he's up. <laughs> gotcha. At that hour. Oh, I got what you meant. His yeah, 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 his yeah. work. Yeah. Has him up overnight. Exactly. Yeah. So four o'clock in the morning, four thirty. When I wake up, hey, I have somebody to talk to now. Oh, jeez. So anyway. Um, he he mentioned one of our podcasts, one of our episodes, and he's like, man, that was spot on. And I'm like, well, thanks. Actually, the... Um, Must have been our new stuff, our, our older stuff, I mean. <laughs> no, no, it was it was newer. It was just like when we did that, did that morning or whatever. 
or the morning before. But anyway, um, I was like, really, most of our episodes are about experiences that Bill and I've had. I mean, it's, you know, we're just talking about our lives and the things that we have seen and the things that we messed up on and found a way out of, you know, all the answers in the Bible. But I had to write this down because I was rambling. Yes, you were. No, I just didn't want to forget. I, I, I didn't have, I have it written somewhere, but I couldn't find it. I remember the best I could. And it says, um, the church that is man managed, not spirit led, is doomed for failure. Yeah, that's why I brought the word managed up. You yes, had, you had talked about this before. I don't, I don't think we did it on a podcast. We, you told me that quote from somewhere before. Yeah, it's been probably a month or two since yeah. I'd seen it. I, yeah, I don't know. Was I've it on that website, the prayer website? No, nah, it was something else. No. It was a, it was a, it was a quote from a guy. Yeah. Anyways, when you mentioned that to me, I thought it, man, I thought it was powerful because you and I always talk about not looking to the man, right? Looking to God. Yep. You know, your dad said that uh, to you a long time ago. Well, no, not your dad. Uh, granddad. Yeah. Said no. It was the. It was brother. Oh, brother Ledford. That's it. Yeah. Yep. He told you, well, you know, if you're, what did he say? If you're looking to, to man, you're not looking at God. Right. Uh, which it was powerful to me because, man, dude, like we go and we put so much emphasis, not, not just at church. We'll go and talk to somebody and expect their answer about how God's in their life. Right. When they should be pointing to God, not themselves. Right. And that's how I sit a lot of times and I, and I pray about these episodes and we pray before these episodes that God will use us, that we, that it has nothing to do with us. Right. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. I want, I don't, you know, I want God to use us in a way that when people listen, it's not our opinion. It's our experience. Right. I don't yeah. want to sit here and go, well, this is how, and I do say it a lot. Well, this is, this is my opinion only because there are some things that are my opinion. Don't listen to the podcast for our opinion. Yeah. Listen for our experience about, uh, you know, some of the, some of the train wrecks we've had. Yeah. The lessons learned. Yeah. And, but even though like I look at, I look at my past a lot and, uh, I get very humbled by it. Um, sometimes emotional, and it's hard to it's hard to get away from your past because it's it's what who's what it's made you and it's where you're at today. But then I look at my relationship that I have with God, and I couldn't have this relationship if I didn't have my past. Right. Like I couldn't get here if I didn't go through that. That's what I think people they're they're in that situation sometimes mm-hmm. and they don't understand that that there is a way to get out of that. Right. It's Turning your life over to God. Well, yeah, I, actually, I found it very interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people think or they wonder why God would put them through such bad things or allow bad things happen yeah. in their life or whatever. Well, God is in control and he allows things to happen. Um, he doesn't necessarily make things happen. Right. You know, everything in your life. But... Um, 
a lot of times it's just for the lessons that we learn going through that stuff, you know, and it builds those spiritual muscles because if I didn't go through the things that I went through, if my life wasn't a train wreck for a lot of years and a lot of bad decisions, I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have the ability. I wouldn't have the strength to sit here. Um, Especially if I relied still on my own strength, oh, man. I wouldn't be able to sit here, you know, and talk about the things that God has done in my life and my relationship with Jesus, except for the fact that I went through all that stuff and it taught me a lot of valuable, sometimes painful lessons. But I also realized that I needed to be, depend on God's strength more than my own. And not everybody has to go through that. And not everybody no. will. No, not well, these every- are our individual experiences. Exactly. Well, not everyone's as hard headed as me. Well, no, I was. But it's not we don't sit up here and glamorize having a horrible life. Listen, if I didn't have to go through all that and I could have got to there earlier, yeah, I'd be all for that. I could live such right. a great godly centered life earlier. Right. But I'll take what I have now. Like, I don't go back and want to change it. I'm just saying, like, if, yeah, if that yeah. was an opportunity that it presented itself when I was 10, perfect. Right. Well, you know, on that same subject, you know, a lot of people wonder why they have to go through bad things or whatever. Well, look at Jesus. Yeah, right. He went through the ultimate right. thing. He he gave up his life for us. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that was... There was no sidestepping that. There was he had to go through that. So there's just some things that we have to go through oh, to draw us closer to God. Um, and like I said, you know, I'm pretty hard at it. So I had to go through a lot of crazy stuff to to appreciate what was available. And at least we're here now. And I, you know, my wife does a good job of telling me this that I'm at a place now. Uh even though we can all wallow in our own pity. Yeah. I'm at a place now where I can sit here and have a conversation about God, write devotions, read the Bible. Yeah. Uh, I can read and pray until my heart's content. Yeah. I'm not in some different country where possessing the Bible is against the law. I can sit here and read my Bible all day long and people have that ability. Yeah. And they still choose not to. But we take it for granted. That's what I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. We take it for granted so much. And I don't want to be on the political side, but I mean, on, on the political topic, but Christians need to stand up or this country is going to be like other countries where they're forbidden to meet. They're forbidden to talk about Jesus. They're forbidden, you know, to possess a Bible. Yeah. Um, so the Christians need to stand up and do it because our Christianity is in jeopardy. I'm moving this closer. Well, not in jeopardy. I mean, it could be. It could be. No, it could be. Well, I'm saying as far as our Christianity is is secure when we have that relationship, but we will not be able to lead other people to the kingdom of God if we get censored and stuff like other countries. Well, it'd definitely be. Be a test of our faith. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But there's a man. This that's a topic for an entirely different episode because I promise you. Oh yeah, we think we're strong, 
And there are people that are strong-willed right. towards their faith and towards God. There are people, but man, you and I had a conversation before the, this started. If you, if you don't even want to go to work, you think you can work for your faith? Right. Like you think that faith is the most important thing in your life? I've seen watered down examples of people on social media that want to profess to have this great faith, but yet they mix it with all this other stuff. Right. You know, they make it, it's a money-making opportunity. It's a, you know, and we said this a while ago, we'll never ask anybody for money. We'll never put a donate button or PayPal or whatever that stuff is. And I see missionaries, listen, God will put it on your heart where you want to go with stuff. And God will, well, it says... I can't remember exactly where, but it says the workman is worthy of his meat. Yep. God will provide yep. um, all through the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know, yep. he talks about, Hey, um, you know, God, God, you know, provides for the birds. Why, why would, yeah. why do you think that yeah. he wouldn't provide for us? Um, you know, there's so many examples in there. It says, follow me. Seek ye first. Yeah. I mean, and, right, right. And I've been struggling with that as well. I mean, not the seek ye first, nah. but the follow me part, because you and I had talked about the other day, I think it was on a podcast, wasn't it? About, uh, sure. yeah, about the, uh, when Jesus was walking by the fishermen. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They weren't like, oh, well, I need this last paycheck. Listen, uh, I got to give two weeks notice. Yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> they followed him. Yet, I mean, I've been sharing with you for two months. I'm like, I'm just, I want to do something for God full time. I just want to, I want to be um, in his employ. I want him to take care of me. I want to live on faith. And the last two months, I'm like, ah, okay, one more project, one more week. Right. I'll right. get, okay. But I keep, man, I've been people. watching your phone blow up. I know. Talking to you and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm headed this place. Oh, yeah, I'm heading over here. One exactly. more thing. One more thing. I've been one more thing in it for two months. Um, but I feel, I know, I know God has called us to do this podcast. We've reached people that um, we would not have reached. Otherwise, had we been doing that, had we not been doing this and there are just so many things that I can do for God that I am taking it literally. Yeah. Follow me. I, I think, I think everybody can agree. I think you and I can agree. I won't speak for everybody else. We can all do more. Oh, absolutely. I, I have, yeah. I still, I told, I told my wife yesterday, I said, listen, I'm going to be selfish. I'd like to do something for myself for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like 30 minutes, take the day. Yeah. I'm like, it's not about me. Right. Like it's not like we, I used to be very selfish. I had the boat, went fishing all the time, had the cars, used to, I used to wash car. Every minute of my time was, was prizing my possessions. Right. I walked out today when I walked them out and I said, I told her, I said, everything materially in my world could disappear today. I said, well, I th- no, I told my daughter this. I said, everything in my world materially could disappear today and I would be just fine. Right. Like I feel that I've never felt like that. Right. I've never had it's that an amazing feeling, that peace and that comfort yep. where I just feel like, yeah, I'm blessed for what I have. I'm truly blessed. I thank God every day. Uh, that I'm able to sit here in my own home right now, but yeah. I'm, I feel blessed 
uh, not for the material things in my life today. That's what I gauge things on before. I feel blessed today because of my relationship that I have with right. God. Because I can, we both can sit here and tell you the things that God's done in our lives, not not financially, not yeah. materially, yeah. just in the form of, you know. Well, it says, you know, um, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Sure. So if your yeah. treasure is in heaven, mm -hmm. you're going to be, that's, that's what possesses most of your time. Yeah. You know, but if your treasure is here on earth, I'm going to use. Gonna do. I'm going to use every opportunity right now with the time I have to point to God. Period. I'm a point I'm going to use through my children, through my marriage, through my friendships, through my contacts with people, through the abilities I have uh, somewhat financially. Uh, I'm going to use whatever means necessary to point to God. Right. It's not about me anymore. Yeah. It has zero to do with me. I am a child a citizen of heaven and a child of God. Right. It is called upon for us to bring him glory. Right. That is, I mean, we are following him. Right. Like, and that's, that's what I get at. Not everybody has that ability, but I feel like God told me, uh, in a certain matter of terms, follow me. Right. And I said, absolutely. Yeah. Like there is no question. I couldn't answer that two years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't have said, well, I would have been like, let me get my retirement in order. Let me get my, my finances together. Exactly. But it would have been on my terms. The workman is worthy of his meat. And he's, you know, he tells, um, he tells his disciples, you know, when he sends them out, he's like, you know, take not script yeah. or two coats. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you'll get what He'll you need. He'll provide. Yeah, absolutely. So there's so many meanings for that. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you is you have no intention of backsliding. No, I was going to bring that up. Okay. You call me that and I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> That's not, not you. I'm sorry. I just meant that in general. Yeah, Somebody's going to walk up to me and go, you backslider. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you can't, you can't tempt me like well, that. Well, actually I was thinking about that earlier as well. Man, I have so much time. To, I, my mind just works on overtime. <clears throat> you know, about um, Jesus, I, and he wouldn't punch someone, no. but he wasn't timid. He liked no. the money changers in the they temple. Flip the tables. Yeah, I mean, you can't be a, you can't. He wasn't going around like, okay, guys, uh, we shouldn't be doing this in here. Let's, right. you know, right? He, no, he went in and like he knew what was needed, and yeah, he knew what was needed at the time to get the attention yeah. of the people that weren't living by his standard. Exactly. Yeah. And he knew it wasn't like it was a manly standard. Right. Right. It wasn't like because he was a, a man. Yeah. It was this because he was of the father. Right. Exactly. He never pointed to himself. So that was just a little something extra there for free. Yeah. Don't get me fired up. Because People no, always I was, say that I Jesus was, is. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, it's yeah. all about love and kindness. And yeah. it is. A lot of it yeah. is. But I'll tell you, man, go <laughs> read Actually, the Old Testament. Well, he talked more about hell than he did heaven. Yeah. Yeah. In the Bible. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, buried that one, I think, on backsliding. Yeah. Absolutely. And, a, and, a, and apostasy. Interesting fact. I thought apostasy was spelled with a C at the end. Yeah. And it's not. It's with an S. Uh -huh. But the C is not wrong. Did you know that that's called an archaic spelling of the word? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I went overboard with the research. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so. <laughs> well, listen, well, man. Well, thanks for sharing If you're going to get into it, get uh, into it. Yeah. Well, I don't want somebody to go, I spelled it wrong. Right. It's not spelled wrong. It's just spelled old world style. Yeah. All right, cool. Are you done? Are you giving out your phone number again, or you want a break while you're recovering from surgery? No, my number is uh, 352-214-5062. If I can help anyone, um, just need to talk or whatever. And uh, I am having surgery, so I may not be available for a few days or, or whatever, but leave a message. I'll give you a call back or text me. Um, I'll get back with you. Hey, Enjoy give us, day. yeah, and give us a shout on social media or through email uh, or the webpage, and we'll send you some stickers. If anybody, no catch, we'll even pay for the postage. Uh, we'll send some stickers that you guys can slap up on some stuff. Uh, anyways, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the guy that's riding a bicycle and he, he's putting stickers up on the backs of signs and yes. stuff. Yep. Did you send him some yet? I did this morning. I mailed 10 out. That's awesome. That's yeah. incredible. Hopefully man. he'll get some out there. Yeah. He's what, in North Carolina. What's his guy's what's his name? You remember? Jonathan. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's got I mean, I I've watched a couple of his things. Yeah. That's uh, pretty mountain cool. biking, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. See you. Thank you. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.